to another episode of Words and Wine. Yes, welcome. Today we are drinking another Stella Mia Moscato and Berry. I never another seen this. Pink wine. I it's, think pink is her thing. Yeah, it's I'm always gonna be pink. pink and sweet. <laughs> Today we are gonna be talking about success and how we determine success and what success looks like in our eyes and all those fun things and how to be successful. We don't know all the tips and tricks, but we're here to just kind of give you some knowledge um, and kind of give you advice of, and tips that worked for us. So we're excited. Welcome. Pour your glass of your favorite wine and enjoy. All right, perfect. Cheers. She has a new cup today. Let's dive in. Okay. Success. Is this something that was already embedded in you? Is it something that you were taught? Is it something that you read in a book? How did you learn how to be successful? How I think, like, for me, like, in my household, um, success was kind of somewhat an expectation. You know, like, my parents were always successful in the fields that they chose to be in. My dad was in the military for 30 years. Um, my mom, she's always had great jobs. Obviously, she would have to like relocate when we would have to relocate. Um, so that was kind of hard for her. But as far as like education, she has like two master's degrees. She's going for hey. a doctorate right now. And then me being adopted into a family like that, I knew I couldn't just like not be shit, you know. So to a certain degree, like success was somewhat of an expectation. But really, I feel like you figure it out on the way. You know, like, you learn the kind of person that you want to be, the kind of lifestyle you want to live, and you kind of just figure out the steps that you need to take to achieve that, really. I agree. Um, my father was also in the military, so I think having that structure um, of just whatever the military teaches them, they bring that same kind of structure into their home. And so we've embedded that since we were young of how to be successful, working very hard, like working hard. I started working at 15. That was an issue for me. It was very common in our household. Um, so working hard, being successful has always been taught and always been embedded in us. Um, so I've always just tried to strive for success always. And I think the other thing is both of my parents have different dynamics. So my dad's more of a list I need to plan things he's very structured because I think that's what military taught him a lot mm -hmm. we went in at 17 my mom is a little bit more free-spirited so I think having the balance of both and them being able to showcase to us how success looks like in their own ways um, I think helped really mold who I am today I will never forget the day I told my dad I was 20 or 19 and I went into his room and I was like hey dad I'm moving out um, I want to learn how to struggle. <laughs> and he was like, what? And for me, it's because I was raised so well and my parents took care of us very well, even though there was times that I may have never known that they were struggling. Um, I still needed to experience that because I needed to know what the bottom felt like to know what the top feels like. Mm. Um, so I think that was very important for me. And so my dad allowed me and my mom was very, again, free spirit, open minded that they allowed me to experience that. Let me fall on my face a few times mm. and taught me great tips and tricks how to get back up and how to stay focused. Um, I think another big thing is God. Mm. 
making sure you have your faith in order. I think this year I've been really diving deep into my faith and making sure I have a really great relationship with God because I think when you're young, you're kind of forced into that because you just have to go because your parents are going, which is what everybody does on Sundays kind of thing. Um, but then as you get older, you start, your faith gets tested on a different level. So you have to really start honing into your God and having those conversations and building your faith. So yes, it was definitely embedded. Right. So to touch on a few things you said too, though, yeah. like as far as like the military parents, that's true because there's like a quote, I don't know who said it, but <laughs> he was basically like, in order to be successful, tackle the hardest task first, mm-hmm. you know, like tackle all of that stuff. So then like, as the day goes on and you probably get tired or that it's that two o'clock hour and you feel sleepy and sluggish, you only have a little bit left to do. Yep. And then there's another quote that says, make your bed in the morning. Mm. And it's like, it starts with little tasks like that. It makes you feel better. Like when I get home and you know what I'm saying? From a long day at work, I don't want to come into a dirty room. Mm -hmm. It's like just little things like that. Tackling the the big things first and then even doing the simple things like making your bed. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a routine because every morning in the military, you have to make your bed. You have to do it a Mm. certain way. You can't just throw that sheet and be like, all right, cool. I'm I'm good. You got to tuck the corners. It's, it's oh, so how they show it in the movie is really how yes. it is. Yes, you have Dang. to have the little hospital corners on each corner of your bed. Mm. And so it's just like being a military kid, you learn yeah. different disciplines like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that does kind of set us apart from our peers too because mm-hmm. this world is hard, you know. But when you already have that sense of discipline, and one thing my dad always taught me was whatever decisions you make, like that's cool. It's not cool, but <laughs> live with be willing to live with the consequences. Yeah. You have to have a sense of accountability because there's a lot of people wandering around aimlessly. And mm-hmm. it's just like you don't have any accountability for the actions that cause you to be in a situation. Right. You know, like, and that sucks to yeah. not, you know, because that's I don't I don't feel like you truly can be successful if you can't self-assess and have accountability for the things that you do right, the things that you do wrong. And then the next steps to take to get to that next level, too. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel that. Even um, piggybacking off of the whole making your bed, I'm a huge person about environments. Like, your environment has to be positive. Your environment, your space has to be clean for you to be able to have a clear vision on what you're trying to do and really showcase the work that you want to showcase and develop what you want to develop um, to be successful. So I'm a huge person about environment and spaces. I work at home, so it's hard for me to find that balance in time. So it's very important for me to have, you know, a space for just work and a space for just home. Um, so you have that good balance and you can be successful. Right. And one more thing, I promise we don't move on. (laughs) But I like how you said, you know, you you told your dad like, oh, I'm going to move out because I want to struggle. And that's similar to what I told my parents because they were in Arizona my freshman year in college. Mm -hmm. And after my freshman year, they moved in June. And my mom was expecting me to come too and just transfer and everything mm-hmm. to a different college. And I said, no, I've started this journey at Arizona State University. Right. I want to finish it here. You know, I want to finish what I started. And she was so reluctant because I'm the baby. Yep. Me too. I'm, I'm her youngest kid, her prized possession. <laughs> but I'm like, listen, mom, I feel like, you know, I'm equipped with what I need. You know, I have the tools that I need to succeed out here. Mm-hmm. But... If by August, when school starts, if I don't have an apartment in my name, I will come back home. Like, if I'm not set and I'm really out here struggling and couch surfing or whatever, I'll come home. And I was like, but you at least have to give me the chance to fail. That's and she plan. said, okay. 
That's dope. And you had a plan. You had something. You were focused. You had a plan, and you achieved it, which is amazing. And even if you didn't, I think your mom would have given you pointers like, all right, this is how you could fix it right? kind of thing. So you would have still been learning and been successful. And stuff like that, it goes back to that safety net. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people, how they say, like, you know, um, greatness doesn't come from your comfort zone or success doesn't come from your comfort zone. You have to get uncomfortable. And sometimes you have to, to risk things and not really have a safety net to lean back on and to mm-hmm. fall onto. Like, you have to figure things out as you go. And if you're not willing to do that, then, of course, you might not be successful. Because the greater the risk, the greater the reward. Right. If you're not risking anything and you plan it safe, you're only going to have mediocre results regardless. Right. Because you're not taking any chances. So, I did have a question, though, to piggyback still on this question. <laughs> um, being a foster kid, do you feel like you had more pressure? Adopted. Sorry. Very different. Adopted. I was adopted. Forgive me. Adopted. No worries. A child. Um, do you feel like you had more pressure? Yeah, I actually did, um, for many reasons too, though, because, so, like, my, my parents chose me, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to do that. The million kids that they're, that were in this orphanage with me, right? And for some reason, my mom was drawn to me. Okay. So, they adopted me, they went through the process, they adopted me. How old are you? Like, 18 months. So... Then, like, growing up and being in church and my parents being ministers and stuff, I did feel a certain pressure because it's like, the last thing I want to do is disappoint you. Because I know my life could be way different if you would have never did what, did you, what did. you did. You right. know what I'm saying? So the last thing I want is to be a disappointment or for that thought to cross your mind, like, damn, like, mm. we would have been better off if we never would have, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we would have never adopted her. That's heavy. And so I always had that in the back of my mind. Mind you, that's not, like, my feelings, that's not a testament to how my parents treated me. Like, that's my family. Right. They love me unconditionally. We solid, you know? But in the back of my mind, that w- that was what, you know, was going on and stuff. And so I did feel that added pressure. And then, like, being gay and, like, mm. okay, my parents are ministers. Mm-hmm. I can't change this. You can't change how you feel, you know? Like, you could change how you feel, but that's not being true to you, and I don't expect that, you know? So it's just, like, there was always some kind of friction, yeah, that's yeah. a struggle. Yeah. Hey, but you were successful. That's all that matters. Hey. <laughs> Question number two. We're going to get away from number one. When are you satisfied? Oh, when am I satisfied? Um, it's actually funny because my dad, great guy, amazing guy, amazing man, um, has taught me a lot as a child. But one thing I've noticed over the years is getting older is he is the hardest person to satisfy. And I think at one point in my life, I was so focused on impressing my parents and making my parents happy and having them be proud of me and like celebrations and whatever, even though I got none of that because that's not how my dad expresses um, his gratitude towards you. He just kind of, you know, he's low key. He's not a big, ah, even though that's what I wanted. Um, So over the years, I've really focused on myself and celebrating small. So even if it's like today, I made my bed. There's a celebration in that. And like realizing the small things in life that add up to the bigger picture that you're trying to accomplish or be successful at should be celebrated because I think that's how you learn how to be satisfied in the progress. And I think a lot of the times people hate the progress or people don't even showcase the progress of getting to where they are today because it's, it's not the prettiest, it's hard, 
it's gringy, all that, all those things kind of happen through the progress um, of getting to success. So what I've done is celebrate the small things. Mm. And that's how, that's what satisfied me. I'm a list kind of person. So if things are getting checked off my list, I'm satisfied. If things mm. are getting done, I'm satisfied. Um, also understanding that not everything needs to happen right now because I'm quick. Like when we started planning this podcast, we'd had several meetings about, okay, we need to launch this today. Okay. We need to do this today. We need to do that. But realizing like, let's just create a bunch of content mm-hmm. and then start planning where we want to start releasing things and we'll kind of go from there instead of putting so much pressure on releasing and building and creating that our brains want to explode explode we started to focus on small things and then those are small celebrations that makes me satisfied yeah um i don't know i really I, it's hard i mean because is anyone ever fully satisfied you know what i'm saying like because it's i think it's a balance too it's like i don't ever want to get comfortable yes and i'm like mid-30s and i didn't got comfortable and now like i'm just done accomplishing stuff you know, but then it's like, you don't want to be greedy. So I think for me, I don't know. I'm kind of the same kind of person. Like, make a list of the things that you want to do. Once you accomplish it, cool. Right. Keep it, but keep your goal in mind because that keeps you hungry. That keeps right. you, you know, working hard. That keeps you focused. So, so keep your next set of goals in mind and then continue to accomplish those. But also to live in a state of humility, too. Because it's like, I know all of this can be taken at any point in time, one bad decision can change your whole situation. So it's not that, you know, I'm greedy and I want more, but it's also not that I'm comfortable. I'm grateful for everything, but I still want to continue to make progress. Right. So I think it's like kind of living in that balance. Yep. Yeah. I agree. It's hard. It's hard to live in that balance. It's hard to celebrate when you feel like there's still so much more to do. Right. But I think it's very important to take the time to celebrate those small celebrations because, again, you don't know when your last breath is going to be. You don't know anything. Right. Only the man upstairs does, so try to celebrate love as much as possible. Yeah. Okay. What makes you feel accomplished? Mm. I think for me, again, I'm a list kind of gal, so when things are getting checked off my list and things are getting done, I feel accomplished. If, you know, I'm able to, again, still keeping in mind those small celebrations, whether I am doing something small like making my bed, an accomplishment i'm happy about it i'm satisfied keep going because i think what's important is that we keep the positivity running through us because if we keep it in us we're able to spread it around um, and people kind of vibe off positivity so i think it's important to keep positivity in your life small celebrations yeah and i think you'll feel accomplished in that aspect and then overall you know once the full project is done or the full whatever is done then you'll absolutely feel accomplished yeah for me i think it's like seeing the fruits of my labor like seeing the progress um so it's not necessarily even the end result but it's like like at my job last year right i got two promotions right Mm -hmm. and it's like damn sometimes you don't want to do certain things like you know at two o'clock in the middle of your work day sometimes it's like damn like i'm ready to go home like honestly i'm just trying to i'm checked out it's friday i'm gonna chill i'm gonna just coast for these next few hours or whatever you know what i'm saying but there's a reason that I wasn't coasting for those next few hours. And so then to see, like, okay, you got a promotion. Okay, to see you got another promotion. That's cool. Like, I'm now I'm seeing the fruits of my labor. I know why I was disciplined. I know why I came to work. I know why I moved the certain way that I moved. Or, like, same thing in the gym. 
your overall goal might be to lose 30 pounds, right? But when you start slimming down and you start seeing like, okay, now my jeans don't fit or whatever the case may be, even though you haven't reached your goal of 30 pounds, mm-hmm. you're starting to see some kind of progress. So it's like, okay, now I understand why I'm putting in the work that I'm putting in. Why I'm not going out to eat with my friends. I'm not hitting happy hours or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily the end result, but I think it's those little pieces of progress that you start to see. And that's what keeps you moving. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like I Absolutely. am, I am accomplishing things. Like Absolutely. I think also into like in today's era where everything's so fast and everybody thinks like success is overnight. Like you wake up and boom, you're a millionaire. Yeah, like, instant gratification. Right. And so I think people really just need to take the time of celebrating and appreciating the progress and things um, because it's not as quick as you think. It's really just not like a blink of an eye. Like you're insta famous and now you make millions of dollars. Like fame is one thing. Success, success is, is another. another. Yeah. Um, so you have to really understand what you want and, and go for that. to even further extend that, fame is one thing, success is another thing, wealth is something completely different. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like you have to understand what are you working for and what do you want to get out of it. Right. You know, because if you want a million people to know you, but you still can't afford your car note some months, then maybe your priorities aren't straight. You know what right. I'm saying? Like... Do you want fame? Do you want to be successful? Do you want to leave a legacy? Do you want to be wealthy? Right. And so it's like you, you kind of have to figure that out too because then that's going to shape your actions as well. So, Yeah, absolutely. And we're still figuring it out. Like I think it's important when you are producing something or putting something out, there's a why behind it. Like why are we doing this? What's the root of that? What's going to make us successful out of this? Like why? Yeah, um, like what would the success of our podcast look like? Exactly. I don't necessarily know what it looks like to have a successful podcast, right? We don't know yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> You know, the, but the goal is to talk about relevant topics. Be consistent. Be consistent. That was the biggest Put, thing for us this year. Kind of create a, a space to talk about things that need to be talked about. Right. Um, in a relaxed setting where we're drinking wine and kind of just Vibe we out. can have this open dialogue. Exactly. But what's the why necessarily, or what's the um, the end goal look like? What does true success look like? we're still kind of navigating that. Yeah. And it's okay to like not know everything up front. And that's when you really should start appreciating those small celebrations because you're not going to have everything laid out for you. And if it was like that, we would be successful already. Um, and I think too, just kind of what you said earlier, mm-hmm. the social media society that we live in, mm-hmm. if artists blew up today, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a chart topping single, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to be like, damn, like, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh, didn't even have to put in that much work. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's only 19 and he's famous. And he had he a couple a, videos. Yeah, and boom. like, you got nominated <laughs> for a Grammy. But it's like, then you start reading the Wikipedia right. behind this person. And you realize, damn, they've really been at it since they was 13. They've been on so many talent searches. They've been signed by two different labels. But then the label didn't release the albums. Then they had to go to independent, right? They were sleeping in their car. Yep. And then now at 19, you have a you know a successful story to tell but that was a six-year process mm-hmm. but because we didn't know you because you weren't relevant and because mm-hmm. your name didn't ring no bell right we, we kind of overnight right we, we, we forget missed about out progress the six years of process that mm-hmm. you went through we just like damn he's lucky like is it luck or is it strategizing and consistency discipline discipline yeah yeah even like michael kors i did um, a study on michael kors way back when i was in school and even him, like, I think at one point it was just like, 
a couple brands that people knew about and then Michael Kors came out of nowhere and then once he came out of nowhere everybody was buying Michael Kors but it took Michael Kors to become Michael Kors 10 years Mm-hmm. But nobody saw him sleeping in his car. Nobody saw him not making any money, but still making garments and making all this inventory of clothing, but it wasn't going anywhere. It took 10 years for him to be able to be Michael Kors today. So I think also people need to remember that, that it's going to take time. It's, there's a step to this. There's um, progress to this. Like You just can't think that it's just going to happen overnight. And I think that's really big. And I think that's something that was hard for me. And to think. understand because like why am I gonna waste all my time putting this project on then I gotta wait 10 years even Cardi B said it she was like I got to where I'm at but it took me 10 years to get here yeah like because, even though yeah, she had was... all this fame I know a lot of fame people who are broke like mm-hmm. fame don't get you money fame or just makes even you think about it more like, noticed she was putting out all these like mixtapes and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it's like people was probably talking shit because that's what we do as a social media society yep. some gets posted and instead of congratulating somebody, you'd be, you know, looking at all the mm-hmm. the uh, imperfections and stuff. Right. So, like, people was probably talking shit about her oh, before she got her 100%. surgery. People thought she wasn't going to make it. The nose, the, the tooth, the snap of tooth, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes down to betting on yourself. Yes. Even when nobody believes in you. Because if you really take all of the Steve Jobs and um, mm-hmm. dude who owns Amazon, yep. all these people, they didn't just hear no one time. You know what I'm saying? But when I'm taking my product or I'm taking my idea to all these different people and no one wants to help me, no one wants to sponsor me, no one wants to uh, get on board, you might have to hear that shit 200 times, but you know what I have to offer is worth it. I just need to get it in the hands of the right person. Cool. That's what I think true success is. is when you yes. bet on yourself, even when everyone else is against you, no one seems to understand. You've been trying to like, shop this product, shop this idea for years. Everybody's telling you to give up. You've almost exhausted all your time, energy, and money, yep. and then it then it hits. Yeah, and that's dope because a lot like the world is going to discourage you to not do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to get more criticism than you do praise, and that's, that's where your faith come in. That's real. That's when your faith comes in and that's when it gets tested the most when nobody else is in your corner. And even like with us building this podcast, like there's people that I thought automatically would be supportive of me and what I'm doing. And you'll be surprised of like the true colors that come out when you start putting out a project and you start promoting something of your own and you need people to, you know, support you. You'll start realizing who is really in your corner, who really wants to be here for you, really wants to see you successful. And you'll start seeing people who are just there just to be there. You're the model. And now... You sitting here and you're talking too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, we want to see the model. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear you talk. Mm-hmm. Or for me, I'm the poet. And it's like, we just want you to perform. Right. I don't want to hear your opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> talk it's about like, it in poetry. <laughs> it's crazy to see like the views you'll get on like my poetry video versus the um, podcast yes. video. Mm-hmm. And then even to go a step further when we shifted and only started dropping it on our own Instagram, Words and Wine Instagram, then... Change. think about how many people don't even follow or support and it's crazy but it's just like you got to take it you know yep. for what it is, is the know process. why you do what you do and just keep you know this is the process and this is what we're going to be excited about this is what we're going to be able to share with you guys next year how much we've grown right and we're going to keep you guys a part of this process along the way and if you guys have questions for us please share we're happy to let you know as much as we know we're learning as we go um but the best thing we can tell you is bet on yourself Believe in yourself, believe in God, um, and just go for it and just do it. And you'll learn as you go. You'll make tweaks. You'll make changes. Things will get better. Our first video was not the greatest, but (laughs) each video is going to get better. We're going to get better. 
Um, so we're super excited to continue to grow and we're super excited to hear whatever you guys are working on. Yeah. Um, so share with us. Let us know. And let us know some tips of how you became successful that worked really well with you. Like we're excited to share with our followers and everybody else and apply to our own life. Yeah. Well. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. See you next week at 7 p.m. Mountain Thursday. Standard Time.